Kobe Bryant has been killed in a helicopter crash. It happened this morning. The chopper reportedly went down just before 10 a.m. local time, according to fire, uh, the fire department out there in Calabasas, California. What's up, Overcomers? This is a tribute to one of my heroes and a legendary basketball player and human being in Kobe Bryant. But before I get to this 24-minute and 8-second tribute, I want to acknowledge the other individuals that were in that fatal helicopter crash. And one of the things that's been bumming me out when the media describes or talks about this horrific tragedy that happened, it's always Kobe and Gianna Bryant and seven others. And I understand it from a media perspective, but those seven others, they had friends, they had families, and they affected many, many lives in a positive way. And so I want to make sure to give them respect before I start this tribute to Kobe Bryant and acknowledge them. And that is John Altabelli, Alyssa Altabelli, Carrie Altabelli, Sarah Chester, Peyton Chester, Christina Mauser and Ara Zoban. And I'd like you to join with me in a eight second moment of silence for those individuals. Thank you. Before I get into this tribute to one of my heroes, I do want to just also put out there that Vanessa Bryant and her family have started a fund for those individuals. The link in the show notes, and they started a fund. It's called mambaon3.org, mambaon3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. And if you give to that fund, all of the proceeds will go to help the friends and families of those. All of the funds will go directly to them. Now, please... Sit back and listen to this 24-minute and 8-second tribute to one of my heroes, Kobe Bryant. on James. Here's Brian. Yes! It's Kobe time. This is why he's so special, Marlon. Looking for Brian. Brian out deep. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two seconds. For the win. Got it! There goes my hero. Watch him as he Brian. Brian dribbling. Has to put it up with the buzzer. Backs it in! He backs in the three! There goes my hero! All the way down to hell! Kobe down the middle with authority! Kobe guarded by Mo Peterson. Kobe pump fake for two. Kobe's got the Laker record! <laughs> oh my goodness. And an 81 point game! 55 in the second half. There goes my hero. Watch him as he goes. With half a minute to play, Bryant for the lead. Yes! 
Kobe Bryant gives the This is, you know, he was legendary before this game. This is, this takes it to an absolute another level. An absolute another level. Well, like that song said, Kobe Bryant was one of my heroes. And if you're one of those individuals that's listening to, to this or have thought throughout this time where the media's been following this tragedy or the loss of loss of life that was on that fatal helicopter crash and people go you know he's just a basketball player you know what the heck and Josh you didn't even know him you weren't friends with him you know I only talked to him one time but that that Maya Angelou quote really rings true which is people will never remember what you said but they will always remember how you made them feel and Kobe made me Kobe inspired me. He he fueled me. That Mamba mentality, which I want to talk about today, is something that I've taken I've taken with me. And it's funny, you know, I'm a 37 year old man, and literally the week before, I was watching some of his highlights, getting all pumped up for a meeting and a podcast that I had to go do. And that mentality that he had fueled me. And you've heard me say before that you know when we gather for your funeral. We're not going to talk about your birth. We're not going to talk about your death. We're going to talk about the impact in which you had. We're not going to talk about the mansion that you lived in. We're going to talk about the housing projects you started. We're not going to talk about your Baroni suits and Breitling watches and Louis Vuitton purses or red bottom shoes. We're going to talk about how many people did you clothe. We're not going to talk about the lobster and steak dinner and bottles of Lafitte wine and all that stuff. We're going to talk about how many people did you feed. We're going to talk about the impact of your life. And as you can see, that Kobe Bryant had a massive impact to the world, hundreds of millions of people. He encouraged and motivated through his work ethic and through his through his lifestyle. You saw places around the world in Dubai and China and Australia, New York to L.A., all lighting up with the Laker gold and purple in his honor. Because it's the impact that he gave. It's the impact that he bestowed on so many of us and on me. You know, like I said, I'm 37. He passed away at 41. And I grew up on Michael Jordan, but I grew up with Kobe Bryant. And it's interesting because, you know, when we were watching as kids, when we were watching Michael Jordan, it's almost like this mythical creature that... You know, he was endowed by the heavens and, you know, he had all these athletic gifts and abilities, which he did, but he never really talked about the work or the work was really never, there wasn't a spotlight put on that. But with Kobe Bryant, he said, yes, I do have some God-given talent, but it's my work ethic. It's the mama mentality. It's the fact that I work day and night, night and day for years and that type of talk was the first time I've ever really heard about that. And it made me think like, hey, if I woke up at 4 a.m. like he did and I worked as hard as he did, then whatever venture I wanted to do, I could do. I may not be good enough now to accomplish it, but through work and through that Mamba mentality, I could accomplish it. So I want, want to hear, I want to share one clip with you. Brian, 17 years old. 
with the hunger, the motivation, and the desire to be the best possible basketball player that I could be. He worked day and night, every day, for years and years and years and years and years. As time went on, 20 years had passed, and he felt that he had accomplished all that he set out to accomplish. But what he come to realize is that the goal that he set out initially of becoming the greatest of all time was a very fickle one. And what he realized that the most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you how it carries forward to the next generation. Did he realize that's what makes true greatness? That's what makes true greatness. How your life touches and moves the next generation or other people. I can't tell you how much that resonates with me. And that's one of the major driving forces of me doing this podcast. Is that I want to help inspire motivate nudge poke prod as many individuals as humanly possible in a positive productive way i want to let them know that it's the mentality that you have that is making you depressed i want people to know it's the mentality that you have why you're still broke it's the mentality that you have of why you haven't achieved where you need need to go and it's only through work and it's only through action it's only through having that mamba mentality of i will die out here no matter what it takes no matter what happens and someone like him you know he just i love it he kind of plays life with a chip on his shoulder but he does not see obstacles you know one of my favorite stories about kobe bryant and the mamba mentality is that you know when he busted his Achilles tendon. First off, I have a buddy, Justin, that broke, uh, ruptured his Achilles tendon, and he'll tell you it's it's no joke, and that hurts like a, like a mother. But this guy has such a mentality for winning. The guy walks out to the court, shoots his two free throws, and then walks off. And during that rehab time, he said to himself, you know, I got to think about my next chapter of life. Like, this could be the end. I don't know if I'm going to come back, so what am I gonna going to do? So he started researching and trying to figure out what he wanted to have his next chapter be. And he said that I just went straight for the money. And venture capital is obviously a high, high performance, high percentage return. So he started to read books and talk to people. And he actually contacted a gentleman by the name of Chris Saka. If you don't know who Chris Saka is, Chris Saka is arguably one of the most prolific venture capitalists in all of Silicon Valley. I think he owns like 18% of Twitter. He's like fourth money in in Uber, ninth money in in, in Instagram, Snapchat, everything that you can possibly think of. You know, this guy's had a huge, huge impact in the venture capital space and the multi, multi billionaire. Kobe Bryant calls him up and says, Chris, I want to start a venture capitalist firm. What do I do? How do I do it? And, you know, at a billionaire status level, you don't really get that in awe of famous people. And so Chris Saka was on the podcast and he was saying, you know, I, I just kind of shrugged Kobe off and said, you know, hey, read these five books. And then, you know, if you still want to do it, go ahead and get back to me. Well, Chris goes, this guy read them in like a day and a half. And I'm getting text messages in the middle of the night asking, hey, what does this mean? How do you do this? You know, where do I go from here? 
and Chris goes, oh, this guy's for real. Okay, let me let me really sit down with him. And so he, Chris starts to sit down with Kobe and it's like go, going over some things and finally asks him, you know, what do you want to name your venture capitalist firm? And he goes, 13. Chris goes, why 13? And he goes, because 12 other motherfuckers were drafted before me and I want to prove them that I'm better than them in every single way. Here is a man that is worth hundreds of millions of dollars, one of the most famous people on the planet, one of the best athletes, best basketball players, but he still has that underdog mentality or that that chip on his shoulder. I just had a podcast with a, a fellow podcaster, Zach, from Underdog Empowerment. We were talking about, shout out to Zach, we were talking about how he uses that mentality to fuel him into overcome and push through and never be okay with where he's at and always trying to do more and be more. Just such a huge motivation for me. You know, one of the other things that I've learned from Kobe or that has motivated me is it seems like with every success that he has or had, he would always get better and come back just a little bit better, just a little bit better. And success breeds success and he would never rested on his laurels never rested and listen to this clip from when it's a combination of a few clips i put together but listen to this clip 17 years old and he's still talking about the work he's not sitting there going hey i'm one of the best basketball players in high school and i can go dominate the nba he goes no i gotta go put in the work i gotta go put in the time ahead of his time extremely mature for a 17 year old kid welcome to the kobe show take two Time has wings. You know, even when you realize that you need to appreciate the time, it still goes by fast. I am a 17-year-old kid, but at the same time, you know, now it's time to go in there and it's time to do some work. How good is this kid? The best part of basketball, so many things. When you win, you don't want to let that go. So it doesn't turn off the work. It doesn't turn off the competitive spirit. It turns it up. You know, there's never anything quite like the first NBA championship. You don't want that to go away. You want it again. Five, Five of them. I'd always known that this window was going to come. I hope people appreciate what we've seen from Kobe Bryant. Well, I can relate to that big time and just using this podcast as a as an example, each time I get a DM or an email or a text message from someone going, hey, that episode helped me out so much. I can't believe somebody thinks like me or that made me get up off the couch and start working out or working towards my business or thank you for being so open. Each one of those little successes just builds and builds and builds. And I just want to do more and more and more and not to put my name in lights and not to have my name out there, the Overcoming You podcast out there. But because I know the more times I do it, the more time I stay in the saddle, I don't quit, I keep going, I push through, I overcome, I'm only going to help more people. And that is my life's mission for this podcast, that is life mission for my heart and for the rest of my life. I will spend the rest of my time, money, and effort trying to help as many individuals get over all those negative horrific things that we tell ourselves because they're just not true and help them try to regain those positive mentalities to regain or implement this mamba mentality and build and build and build i just i can't tell you enough i'm sure i probably said it a million times already but this guy just motivates the you know what out of me 
makes me want to get up. And if you have any moral fiber inside of you, I can't imagine that it's not doing the same. You know, I said in the beginning of the podcast that Maya Angelou quote, nobody will ever remember what you said to them, but they will always remember how you made them feel. And here's a quote from Kobe's last game. And it's actually a referee talking to Kobe Bryant. And there's no need for this ref to say this, but listen to what the effects and how Kobe Bryant made this ref feel over the 20 years of his career. Really, really cool. Listen to this exchange earlier with Kobe. The frustrations, the respect, whatever got exchanged between you and I was real. And I will never, ever forget that, that part of it. Even when you were upset with me, it was genuine and not mean spirit. It was real. And there's something to be said for genuineness in this world. I mean, how cool is that? That is just so, so profound. And even, I don't know if you can hear it slightly in there, but, you know, Kobe doesn't need to, not that he's not respectful, but he doesn't need to call somebody sir or anything like that, but he still does it at his level. It just shows the humility and shows the shows the love and the heart that he has for individuals and people. Super, super cool. Also, there's something with Kobe Bryant's last game. It's interesting. Kobe's first point came from the free throw line, and Kobe's last point came from the free throw line. But there's a part in there, and a lot of people didn't notice this, but if you just YouTube or Google his last point, you'll notice he's on the free throw line. He's just about to hit 60 points, which that in and of itself is phenomenal for your last game I mean what a freaking send-off to do but he's sitting there he's at the free throw line and there's another player on there on the other team uh, by the name of Gordon Hayward and here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand is that it doesn't make a difference who you are when you are that elite of a player Kobe Bryant if you're in a professional sport you are an elite athlete and you do not want to lose and you definitely don't want to be the person that Kobe scores 60 points on or anything like that. So there is no, hey, you know, this is your last game. I'm going to kind of give it to you type of deal. But Gordon Hayward had such admiration for Kobe and wanted to have his legacy be put in the proper parameters and knew that 60 points sounds and would be cemented and it's a lot better than 59. So as he's shooting that shot, Gordon actually line violates and steps over before Kobe Bryant releases the ball. And actually, if you notice on the camera, he actually looks at the ref just to make sure just on the off chance that Kobe missed that he would get another, another chance for 60 points. That is how much Kobe Bryant inspired individuals in the league and individuals around the world. Listen to this heartfelt thank you from all of the big names in the NBA to Kobe Bryant. Kobe. The road has come to an end. Uh, you've been an unbelievable mentor to me. Thank you for everything you've done for this league. Because of you, it's the reason why I play so hard. There's not a lot of guys who come around like Kobe. The game is going to miss you. I'm just proud to be a friend, be a brother. Kobe, you did all you could for the game and being a champion forever. Um, a walking legend, man, we appreciate you. Kobe Bean, salute my brother. When the end comes, I'm fine with that. Then you take on that challenge, right? Kobe Bryant leaving the floor in a standing ovation here. 
I mean, what a cool outpouring of love from some of the biggest names in NBA history, just showing how much he impacted other people. Really, really heart moving, really, really impressive. Next, I want to play a clip from Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, for those of you who don't know, is a sports broadcaster, ESPN um, correspondent, and a good friend of Kobe Bryant. And actually, he was ringing in the new year 2020 with Kobe Bryant. And this clip of him, what Kobe said to on New Year's night, rings so true to the mama mentality. And it's something that I've harnessed or I'm trying to harness and cultivate and build and grow. Listen to what Kobe Bryant said to Stephen A. Smith on New Year's Eve. <laughs> These are the kind of things that he right. talked about, and he didn't see any limitations to his potential whatsoever, and he didn't want anybody around him that saw limitations to themselves. If you came to him and you had limitations in your mind and in your heart, he would immediately and instantly check you and let you know how dare you put limitations upon yourself. You living, you're breathing, you got all the potential in the world go for it. And that was the kind of message that he was hell bent on sending to his daughters. It was obviously uh, an adage that he followed. Um, he firmly believed in it. That right there is the Mamba mentality. And that's something that I'm taking forth. And I'm putting every person that walks in my path or in my present on fucking notice. I don't give a shit whether you're my wife, my friend, an employee, a business partner, an acquaintance. If you come into my life and you have limitations get the fuck away from me i do not want anything to do with you you keep that shit to yourself because i don't have any time for it i got too many things going on i got too many goals i got too many aspirations and i am trying to cultivate this mama mentality and you can go fuck yourself if you have any sort of limited beliefs because i don't want to hear it i'm putting everybody on notice everyone see kobe bryant has given me and so many other people some of the most powerful gifts of joy, hope, and motivation. And the thing is, with joy, hope, and motivation, they are some of the most powerful gifts you can give, but also they cost nothing to give. And so I thank you, Kobe Bryant, for instilling the mama mentality. I hope and pray that I will honor you in everything that you do. I will never forget. And lastly, I'm going to leave you with two quotes or two clips from Kobe, but before I do that, you know, it's been said before that it is not death that most people are afraid of. It's getting to the end of their life only to realize that they never truly lived. <clears throat> I guarantee you on that morning, Vanessa and Kobe's other children did not think that would be the last day. And I can't imagine what it's like for that family and the families of the, of the others, the Atabelli family, the Chester family, the Mauser fam family, and the Zoban family, having to walk by their room and have it be empty for the spouses to sleep in a bed and have the other side be empty. I can't imagine. But one of my definitions of hell is being on my deathbed going I wish I woulda I wish I coulda at the very least please let at least this 
tragedy of Kobe's passing be fuel for you to impart the mama mentality, get up off your ass and go do something, but put in the work. It does not matter if you say it, you have to put in the work. So lastly, just I thank you, Kobe. You were one of my heroes. We lost a legend. Rest in peace. It's been a long day without you, my friend. Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, Without and encouraging you, my you friend. always. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I see you again. We've come along. This has been this has been absolutely beautiful, you guys. I can't believe it's come to an end. Um, you guys will always be in my heart. And uh, I sincerely, sincerely appreciate it. No words can describe how I feel about you guys. And uh, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I, God, I love you guys. And uh, I love you guys. And my family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna, you know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. So yeah, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And uh, what can I say? Mamba out. <laughs>